Hey guys, thanks for listening to another great episode and wonderful holiday it is. We are T-minus a few days away from ho- uh, ho- holiday spirits of all that. So, in the spirit of everything, why not just dive back into the Christmas carol that we always know, but this is a twist to my own eye. So, I recently saw on Netflix uh, this wonderful tale of a Christmas carol, ironically called Scrooge. Uh, Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, which is computer-generated a musical fantasy film uh, directed by Stephen Donnelly and screenplay by not only both Donnelly himself, but also uh, Leslie um, Breskis. And this is the adaptation of the 1970s version of Scrooge, which is not the uh, other one that I may have already put out, but still... Uh, this one deals with a lot of wonderful and fantastic voice tones of Luke Evans, Olivia Coleman, Jesse Buckley, Jonathan Price, Johnny Flynn, and Travis Dion Nicholas. Oh, and also uh, James Cosmo, just to name a few. Uh, this is actually a dedication to Leslie uh, since he uh, had priorly pass away, uh, sadly, before the uh, film has released. So this film is definitely dedicated to her memory, so just to make sure that you guys know that this was a wonderful uh, adaptation of both The Christmas Carol and Scrooge itself, but more of a holiday musical twist. And this is literally something that I was always looking forward to seeing of a holiday cheer, but also as a twist in a, in a way of not seeing Scrooge as a prominent villain, but a person who is literally lost his way somehow finds yet again back his way in many things. So let's go ahead and dive in into this wonderful particular film as I uh, reminisce back in my own days. So, the setting of the film is in 1843, Christmas Eve, as usual. A jolly man named Harry Huffman sings about his love of the holidays, which is titled the I Love Christmas musical uh, score. This brings us to the beginning of the film, where we have him meet, ironically, his eldest and devoted uncle, Ebenezer Scrooge, and ironically, his dog, uh, Persidious, Perdicius, he has a pet, but sadly, uh, Scrooge evades him uh, long enough to decline on giving any uh, donations, and at a debt uh, to the toy shop owner that he sees um, him struggling because of the frail experience of medical. Keep in mind, this is 1843. Medical was kind of expensive if the doctor knows what he's doing, so to speak. So, ironically, returning to his counting house, uh, he literally uh, refuses to go to his nephew's uh, dinner party that he is throwing. 
and allow uh, Bob Cratchit, ironically, the same Bob Cratchit that he works with, uh, the day off of Christmas the day next. So, sadly, you know, Bob is definitely underpaid and lives in the poverty lines with his wife Ethel and his many, many children. This includes, ironically, the iconic Tiny Tim himself, who is currently, at this point of the, fi- of the film, ill and unable to receive the treatments due to the fact that, well, they're, they're poor, they're in the poverty line. So, Ebenezer Scrooge uh, close up the night and return, go to a local tavern for dinner. Him and his pet goes home after having a wonderful meal where he sings and exhibits his uh, tellings of Christmas, uh, which is the song uh, score, Tell Me. Upon going home, uh, he is finally haunted by a figure of his former partner and old friend, Jacob Marley, which, in his own sad attempt, reminds him that with all the pain and woes that he created with all his problems, Jacob Marley has no choice but to harbor the uh, long-haul chains that is now embedded with his souls. He warns Ebenezer about how the same fate that is going to happen for him is going to happen to him, uh, for, well, to Ebenezer. And he must repent or change his ways unless there is something that he could do. So he also arranged the visits of three visitors uh, to come to him to teach him to be a better man. As usual, uh, you know how the story goes with Ebenezer. He just pays no mind, pays no attention to it, until he is visited by the first visitor, the ghost of Christmas past. He proceeded to take him through the many trials of his life before the present, which is currently where he is right now, that he was once worked in a factory as a child on Christmas Day, due to the fact that his father, was in debtor's prison and visited by his younger sister, uh, Jan, who sadly uh, passed away uh, giving birth to Harry, which is his only living relative. So, When he was a young man and working for a kind-hearted uh, businessman named, ironically, Mr. Fizzwig, and was once engaged to a wonderful woman named Isabel, his daughter, Frisberg's daughter. And this is give us the musical score of happiness. This was during this time that he was happy. And before he became uh, Jacob Marley's partner in all this, he is sadly uh, left alone and Isabel left him because Ebenezer assumes that money and everything would be, you know, his top priority, his main goal, uh, which ironically it, it is really something for him to uh, live with. However, uh, upon Isabel leaving him, she realized that in the past that when she left him, she witnessed that it was both him and Marley shutting down a bakery, uh, bakery house. And ironically, the baker 
who happens to own that shop was none other than Bob Cratchit's father. And he's focusing on the business more than her, which gives us another musical score called Later Never Comes, thus insisting that Ebenezer assumed that because they were both in need of financial security before they even get married. Gotta keep in mind, back then, uh, if you're not rich, you wouldn't keep up with bills and all that. So you have two sides of a coin, if you will. You can live in love and be poor, or live rich and uh, be a lonely bachelor. Sadly, that's how I see it in the story, is that if Ebenezer was part of something grand in the future, he would have not done what he did with Marley, and sadly, the story goes how it is. Ebenezer then gets visited by the next spirit, which is the ghost of Christmas presents, which shows how he lives his life which gives us the uh, ironically score on this one, I like life. He shows that uh, how, he shows Ebenezer how Harry is spending Christmas with his uh, family and his friends. He shows that he still cares for his uncle due to being told of the kindness that his mother had done for him after being born. He then been guided to going over to the Cratchit family, which they're spending time with whatever they have in their household, their their food, their clothing, a whole living space of the whole thing, but also still full of life, full of happiness, uh, especially the youngest of the family, Tiny Tim, which gives us the wonderful, beautiful musical score, The Beautiful Day. When Ebenezer asks of the Christmas present about Tiny Tim's fate, the ghost has no choice but to reply that he would have to ask the next visitor. Now, I'm right there with you guys. Half the time, I already know these Christmas carols have left and right, but this is also something to understand that if you are invested on someone's future, you must remember how are they living, how they're doing, day in, day out. Which Ebenezer has found out that the ghost of Christmas yet to come shows on the future that Tom Jenkins, the man who had literally large debts uh, against Ebenezer, celebrates in the expression Gratitude to Ebenezer. Thank you very much is the title of the song, by the way. At first, Ebenezer thought he was being praised, but Prudence soon finds out that they're celebrating his passing. As Ebenezer soon learned the truth of himself after finding out that Tony Jim had passed away and the Cratchit family was... of the news of how this happened. Upon doing so, it only leaves a few people attending his uh, funeral, which sadly the 
elderly prudence, he proceeds to abandon the gravesite to unknown parts, whereas there would be a few people only attending because lunch was permitted. So basically, if no one showed, there was no free lunch. Ebenezer was given an example of how down below would be like, and how he would spend eternity after his death with heavier chains than Jacob Marley had. On that point on, Ebenezer Scrooge vowed on the time that he saw his death that he will make things better for not only himself, but also ensure that Tiny Tim will live on until the next morning. Ebenezer Scrooge finally realized that he has repented his greedy ways and proceeds to spread the joy among his associates by also attending his nephew's dinner party, um, making Bob Cratchit his business partners and easing uh, Tom Jenkins in the debt to, to uh, ease the pain. He also promised to have also uh, able to seek medical help for Tiny Tim as he increases his Bob Cratchit's pay raise for it. Ebenezer then celebrates Christmas with his new assortment of companions, which is I'll begin again, which ironically, this is the time where Ebenezer Scrooge realizes that he can change in a moment's notice. He can definitely move mountains because he sees a path and sees goals in this. But also at the same time, he must also realize that if you do not change your ways, you pretty much doom not only yourself, but you have also doomed others that follows in some sort of way alongside. Now, am I going to recommend uh, this film? Yes. I would actually recommend this film. This is a classic holiday uh, adaptation to a current generation for people who haven't seen any Christmas holiday or have seen anything that deals with Christmas at all. So I'm definitely all for uh, someone just like watching this out of the blue and just, you know, enjoy how it is. Also, that uh, this is literally the first time I've ever seen a musical put together for Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, which is basically the Christmas carol of all this. And, yeah, I mean, I for one would agree on how this is, you know, properly released. And I for one will love, love to continue a tradition to just keep watching this film constantly uh, on a holiday. Now, and this is uh, also true matter on this one. This is also a dedication to someone who's passed. So, yeah, I mean, this is a true dedication for some people to actually watch this uh, for time in need of holidays, cheers, and spirits. Like, literally, cheers and spirits. So, it's, it's all good with this one. Uh, would. Was there anything in production that kind of changed up? I I believe there is. I believe. Because uh, here's the thing. We have 
voice talent of Luke Evans being Ebenezer Scrooge. Now, for those who doesn't know uh, Luke Evans, he is the fine gentleman who played Gaston on the live-action version of uh, Beauty and the Beast. He is also uh, Dracula Untold, uh, being the title character. Literally, this man uh, has that defining voice and tone to be Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, which is perfect casting, by the way. But even so, this is a gentleman who knows his... Uh, <laughs> his tone around the ivory, if you will. Oliva Coleman, uh, for those who doesn't know her roles, she is a uh, British-born, just to let you know. She is known to be the, uh, uh, the actress who had uh, portrayed in uh, The Iron Lady, uh, The Lobster, The Hand, in it. Murder on the Ornette uh, Express. She also has the best role of Anne, Queen of Great Britain, in the Pirate. So, yeah, this one literally takes, uh, takes a few punches on this one. Uh, Jonathan Price. Believe it or not, this kind of gentleman here has gone a lot of wonderful theatrical works, but the best known uh, films that he's been in is being in Vita in 1996, starring Madonna, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean series, he was uh, Swan's father, sometimes you also see him um, portraying roles uh, as Pope Francis. Uh, in, 19, in 2019, alongside uh, Anthony Hopkins being uh, Pope Benedict uh, VIII, I think. Sorry, forgive me on my Roman numerals, it's been ages. Um, also, Game of Thrones, uh, the uh, High Sparrow, just to make sure you guys know what role he was in. And, you know, he was. Jacob Marley, he was literally portraying him right off the bat. Uh, so, sorry for the long, long duration. I am actually am seeing this uh, list to be fruition. But the names that I just mentioned definitely is like heavy duty uh, work, if you will. And I, for one, would be agreeing on anyone who's seen this thing and be interested in the uh, carols that has been put together with the thoughts of how it is. So, yes, uh, again, I would highly recommend watching this for the holidays. So, uh, yeah, I will leave, leave you guys with that thought because things are uh, on the way on many things. So... Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful time, and hopefully you guys are doing good, as well as many things that's happening for you in the holiday spirits. So until the next episode, I hope you're doing quite well, and enjoying whatever time of day you are, and until the next time, see ya.
Hey guys, listen, uh, there's many things changing to these, uh, episodes, so, yeah, I'm currently able to be listened to, and get this, uh, I've been able to be listened to Amazon Music now, as well as Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google's Play, uh, Google Podcasts with, uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, a little bit of Spotify, and, uh, I actually recently started doing, uh, you know, Twitch channels. Uh, so yeah, if you could find me through uh, Lone Tech X, you'd be able to see some of my gameplay right there as well. But at the same time, listen to some of my podcasts uh, outside while I'm still delivering some news. Yes, I'm still trying to do other things other than just this, but just for the time being, you can listen to not only this episode, well, all the other past episodes I've done before I've done Twitch. So, uh, once again, you can guys find me at, and this is actually the, uh, head, uh, the head page for this, which is anchor.fm slash edcast20. That is anchor.fm forward slash E-D-C-A-T-C-S-T, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, it's literally uh, EdCast20, which is uh, E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0, which you guys can hear, hear me from there. You can look at there, and you can leave me a message, as well as find the uh, website that's connected at all. So, yeah, here you go. Take care.